Section 47 of A Failure of Initiative. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Casper. A Failure of Initiative. Final Report of the Select Bipartisan Committee to Investigate the Preparation for and Response to Hurricane Katrina by the United States House of Representatives. Logistics and Contracting, Part 1 FEMA logistics and contracting systems did not support a targeted, massive, and sustained provision of commodities. Katrina overwhelmed the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, management, and overloaded its logistics system. Response and relief personnel had little visibility into available Federal assets and resources. The process for requesting assistance could not support the volume of requests, and the technology supporting that process proved inadequate. Federal, state, and local officials requested assistance outside existing channels with little coordination and communication. Management by crisis would be the best way I could put it, said Kip Holden, mayor of East Baton Rouge Parish. By September 9th, Congress had passed legislation providing over $63 billion to the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, for disaster relief. The circumstances and urgent needs created by Hurricane Katrina provided significant opportunity for fraud and mismanagement, and the DHS Office of Inspector General, OIG, estimates the cost to recover from the storm and rebuild the affected areas could exceed $200 billion. As of November 30, 2005, $19.3 billion has been obligated to needs resulting from Hurricane Katrina. The funds have been used to relieve the immediate suffering of individuals and families, clear debris, reimburse federal agencies for the costs of technical and direct assistance, and support federal operations such as search and rescue and delivery of consumables. The $19 billion has been obligated as follows. $8 billion for human service needs, including unemployment compensation, personal needs that are not met by insurance, and temporary housing, including vouchers for hotel-motel rooms and mobile homes. $2.2 billion for debris removal, public building repair and replacement, and damage inspections. $4.4 billion for technical and direct assistance provided by federal agencies. $14.7 million for inspections and hazard mitigation. And $4.7 billion for administrative expenses, almost $3 billion of which has been obligated for mission assignment operations undertaken by other federal agencies at the direction of the federal officer responsible for coordinating response activities. Despite this outpouring of funds, procurement officials struggled to balance the competing and conflicting demands of local and elected officials. On October 21st, New Orleans Mayor Ray Nagin complained about the time-consuming amount of federal oversight accompanying the federal dollars going to contracts and local governments. He said, 
the money is sitting in the doggone bank we can't use it and as soon as they gave us the money they sent a team of auditors and said if you spend this money we'll be watching you real close so we're gun-shy about how we use this money and we just got these huge multinational companies that are using the shield of we've got to work quick rather than trying to find local contractors the government accountability office gao is undertaking a review of katrina relief contracting activities gao's review includes acquisition planning communication of responsibilities between various entities contract management and the use of emergency acquisition authorities gao briefed the select committee on their review efforts which will complement the findings of this report finding fema management lacked situational awareness of existing requirements and of resources in their supply chain an overwhelmed logistics system made it challenging to get supplies equipment and personnel where and when needed when president bush authorized a federal emergency declaration for mississippi and alabama on sunday august twenty eighth in response to these states requests then fema director michael brown said he began to pre-deploy all the assets including the medical teams the urban search and rescue teams the emergency response the management teams the rapid needs assessment teams pre-positioning the water the meals ready to eat the ice the tarps however given that landfall occurred on monday august twenty ninth this was too late to begin the pre-deployment process fema leadership acknowledged this lack of planning hurricane katrina was beyond the capacity of the state and local governments and it was beyond the capacity of fema said brown it was the largest natural disaster ever to strike the united states ninety two thousand square miles logistics were falling apart when fema did arrive representatives sometimes were empty-handed when fema finally did show up everybody was angry because that is all they had was a website and a flyer they didn't have any real resources that they could give reported senator pryor following visits and conversations with victims brown's testimony outlined some of the resources fema had in place prior to landfall fema had fourteen trailer loads of meals ready to eat mres at camp beauregard louisiana four trailers in moffett forty-two in fort worth fifteen trailer loads in fullersville seventy-five at two locations in atlanta three in cumberland maryland fifteen in charlotte north carolina six in eastover south carolina forty-six in palmetto georgia fifteen in homestead florida at the air base ten in meridian and two at the superdome some suggested these resources should have been more readily available representative chip pickering said most mres were prepositioned across the region only a few in meridian and a few in new orleans and that should have been closer i think to the storm representative gene taylor pointed out the provisions were too far away from the fema team questioning what part of the fema plan envisioned that the first responders in hancock county and in much of the mississippi gulf coast 
would have to loot the local grocery store and loot the local walmart in order to feed themselves would have to loot the local walmart in order to have a change of clothes what part of your plan was that brown however strongly rejected the contention of having relief items in the immediate impacted areas saying expectations must be realistic the last thing i'm going to do is put equipment or manpower in place where they themselves become victims and then cannot assist the people they are there to assist you cannot you cannot physically i don't think you can do it statutorily or any other way say to any victim in this country that the minute you come out of your abode your home your shelter whatever it is that the federal government is going to be there with a meal ready to eat for you that is an unreasonable expectation so what we do is we preposition those supplies so that we can move them in and help them and that's why the fema plan that's why the basic emergency management system says you should as an individual take personal responsibility and be prepared to be on your own for perhaps up to two or three days if congress expects the federal government to be able to supply every individual food and water immediately following a catastrophe or a disaster then this committee in congress needs to have a serious public policy debate about what the role of fema and the federal government is in disasters according to the director of the mississippi emergency management agency mema robert latham the federal logistics system failed in the days immediately following hurricane katrina leaving state officials without adequate supplies of food water and ice for emergency shelters fema representatives working with mema requested four hundred fifty trucks of water and ice and fifty trucks of mres when less than fifteen per cent of the requested supplies arrived state emergency responders were forced to purchase the commodities on the commercial market or obtain supplies from neighboring states mississippi officials had to deal with shortages of commodities for the first nine to ten days after landfall fortunately mississippi officials had purchased supplies for hurricane dennis july two thousand five that were not used similarly florida officials had prepositioned considerable resources to be used in the florida panhandle which until friday august twenty sixth was where katrina was projected to make landfall commodities were provided by governor bush to mississippi governor haley barber under the emergency management assistance compact emac and offered some relief to victims in mississippi's coastal counties federal coordinating officer f c o bill carwile speculated the shortages were the result of an overly centralized logistics system overwhelmed by the requirements of the three large disasters hurricanes dennis katrina and rita mississippi officials asked permission to purchase on their own commodities from elsewhere to supplement those being provided by the centralized system Carwile said he was authorized by FEMA Director Michael Brown to make these purchases. According to the director of the Alabama Emergency Management Agency, AEMA, Bruce Bauman, a better contracting process for essentials and commodities is needed. In the days before Katrina made landfall, when officials submitted commodity requirements for Alabama for items such as water, ice, MREs, 
these requests were unilaterally reduced by fema officials often so reflexively that it appeared to be part of standard fema procedure bauman said their initial requests were carefully and precisely tailored to meet the actual needs of alabama tim payne aema branch chief and emergency management program coordinator said in advance of katrina their needs assessment concluded alabama would require one hundred trucks of water and one hundred trucks of ice in response to this request fema made available only seventeen trucks of water and sixteen trucks of ice frequently during the alabama response to katrina fema did not follow through with aema's requests for supplies and emergency support it appeared fema did not have the ability to track commodities within its own logistics system to defend against commodity shortfalls in future emergencies alabama recently issued a request for proposals for key commodities and materials needed for an effective emergency response bauman suggested having standing contracts in place and supplies at the ready so the states would not again fall victim to an inadequate fema response or supply shortages due to other market competitors in times of crisis payne identified twelve categories of items that need to be on hand to effectively deal with an emergency according to brown one of the lessons that we need to learn from this catastrophic event is that we do need to get better about marshalling those assets and moving them around i will tell you up front fema has a logistics problem we have a problem understanding all the time i can point out where our stuff is and i can point out where it's supposed to go to i can't always tell you that it actually got there these problems are not new however fema's bureaucratic slowness in securing long-term housing and loans removing debris and getting basic assistance and reimbursement were huge problems that have been very frustrating stated florida governor jeb bush before the house homeland security committee getting one truckload of ice from atlanta to florida in two thousand four took a series of separate contracts that caused needless delays fema's logistics program is broken and needs to be fixed i can say with certainty that federalizing emergency response to catastrophic events would be a disaster as bad as hurricane katrina governor jeb bush testified if you federalize all the innovation creativity and knowledge at the local level would subside it should be noted fema used existing resources procedures and staff to organize and conduct a massive civil logistics operation beyond any this country has seen before over eleven thousand trucks of water ice and meals were moved into the disaster region during the month after the landfall this is more than three times the number of trucks used during all hurricanes in two thousand four fema tried but katrina's magnitude exposed significant weakness and inefficiencies in the process finding procedures for requesting federal assistance raised numerous concerns requests for federal assistance go through a standard process local government officials submit their requests to the state and if state officials cannot meet the request they forward appropriate requests to federal officials in louisiana state and local emergency management officials manage requests for assistance during disasters 
using specially designed commercial software called e-team e-team is a web-based system and can be accessed from any computer with internet connectivity according to matt farlow of louisiana office of homeland security and emergency preparedness lohsep information technology division louisiana has used e-team since 2000 and lohsep personnel are well experienced in its use in addition to using e-team to register and track parish requests the louisiana emergency operations center eoc also uses it to send out email alerts and notifications to parishes the parish to state process is much the same as the state to federal process the parishes declare emergencies and request assistance from the state the parishes register their requests for assistance with the state directly via the internet with e-team however according to state officials not all parish officials know how to use e-team well they don't know all the bells and whistles parish officials can also register requests to the state by telephone or radio if the parish communicates a request outside e-team by voice email or fax communications then the state eoc officials enter that request into e-team the state receives the parish requests for assistance and determines whether the requests can be met from a nearby parish or with state resources if so lohsep tasks that mission to another state agency the state can also request assistance from nearby states through the emac when a state makes an emac request to another state it is undertaking an obligation to pay that state for that assistance fema has a mechanism to later reimburse appropriate costs to the requesting state which the state can use to repay the sending state finally if the state cannot meet the request from its own or other state resources the state can prioritize the various requests and pass them on to fema officials the state is supposed to make such requests after it has already reviewed its own capabilities fema officials determine whether to accept or reject the state request this determination is documented a request might be rejected for a number of reasons such as not being appropriate a state getting the resources from elsewhere or a state cancelling a request while fema officials are considering it in some cases a state request might be made verbally to expedite assistance but fema officials expect the paperwork to soon follow the paperwork from the state certifies that the state will pay its share of the requested assistance once fema accepts the request and agrees to meet it officials use a system called nemis national emergency management information system fema does not use e-team nemis is used by fema officials to track the request within the federal government and all requests fema officials accept are entered into this system fema can meet the request from its own resources and capabilities from other federal agencies or from private contractors if fema officials task another federal agency with the request that is known as a mission assignment or ma whereby the task is assigned to the other agency mission assignments to another federal agency could also be passed on to a private contractor 
this is done because some agencies have more expertise and experience in contracting for certain types of items for example the u s army corps of engineers u s a c e contracts for debris removal some federal agencies including fema have pre-existing contracts that can be modified quickly to add additional items any mis is used to track the request and completion of the mission as well as to track spending and reimbursement later by fema officials in louisiana there was widespread confusion about the process for obtaining federal assistance in addition the catastrophic nature of the disaster overwhelmed the existing procedures and systems louisiana state and parish officials said degraded communications and the effective loss of parish e-team software forced them to deviate from normal procedures for requesting federal assistance these problems also made it difficult for the state eoc to check on the status of specific tasks assigned to state agencies state officials complained about fema's non-automated process that made tracking status difficult state officials also noted they had included fema on their e-team license but during katrina the fema staff assigned to the eoc were not familiar with the e-team system this had not been the case in earlier hurricanes when fema staff assigned to the eoc knew how to use e-team state officials also complained about weaknesses in tracking the transportation and estimating arrival of fema contracted commodities further state officials said the federal government contributed to the problem when other federal agencies tasked fema directly rather than having requests go from parish to state to fema and then on to appropriate federal agencies according to governor blanco's chief of staff andy Coppelin, the governor had to go beyond the normal LOH, SEP, and FEMA process because these processes were too bureaucratic and impracticable. Parish officials were universally critical of FEMA for providing relief commodities late. There were clearly misunderstandings of what constituted an official request for assistance. The Jefferson Parish Emergency Manager, Walter Maestri, said he directly communicated his needs before landfall in a conference call to the eoc where fema personnel were present in his view this constituted a request for assistance however both the state coordinating officer sco and the fco said while the purpose of these conference calls was to share information they were not considered valid ways for a parish to make a request new orleans director of homeland security colonel terry ebert also said the existing systems for requesting assistance does not work during a catastrophic disaster the system assumes the parish knows what it wants the state knows what it wants and both have the communications capabilities to make requests of fema ebert said the current system is a pull system in which parishes must make requests to pull an item from the state and federal government however the parishes were too overwhelmed and their communications were too degraded to allow this to work in a catastrophic disaster fema needs a push system in which fema officials anticipate needs for example for food water medical supplies ice tarps generators 
and push these commodities to the parishes without receiving the request. Under such disaster circumstances it would be better to have too much of something than too little. The excess items can always be shipped elsewhere or stored for the next disaster. As such, Ebert was shocked to hear FEMA Director Michael Brown say the local parishes never got FEMA commodities because they never asked for them. In his opinion, FEMA officials should have known what was needed from their own experience. Similarly, Governor Blanco's chief of staff, Andy Coppolin, said the state had to go beyond both LOHSEP's and FEMA's bureaucratic processes for requesting and providing assistance. However, parish officials also acknowledged their emergency managers were overwhelmed. Plaquemines Parish Sheriff Jiff Hingle said his parish emergency manager was completely overwhelmed and unable to cope with the situation. Hingle found he and the parish president had to make all requests for assistance through other channels because the normal system was not functional. FEMA officials Scott Wells and Tony Robinson put much of the blame on the state, saying the standard request for assistance process was not working because the state was incapable of analyzing and prioritizing requests. Wells and Robinson said many of the requests from parishes came up through the channels to the EOC, but state officials appeared overwhelmed and they lost control. The EOC did not attempt to prioritize such requests, did not try to figure out if the requests could be met from state resources, and did not go through EMAC channels to see if other nearby states could provide the assistance. The EOC just passed the unfiltered requests on to FEMA officials. Wells said the FCO staff did a quick analysis of parish E-team requests the EOC was passing on unfiltered to FEMA, and found many inappropriate items, such as writing tablets. According to Wells, these requests were inappropriate because the state should not be relying on FEMA for basic items that are otherwise easily obtainable. Parishes were frustrated by the degraded communications and their desperate need for assistance. Robinson said while the parishes were still able to communicate requests to the EOC via radio or other means, they were not able to use E-Team. The EOC was not systematically entering the requests into E-Team, so the state could not track or check their status later, which led to many parishes becoming frustrated. The parishes probably blamed FEMA officials for any delays in getting assistance, because they had communicated their requests, and assumed the EOC had duly registered these requests and passed them on to FEMA officials. Many of the highly publicized parish requests for commodities such as food and water assistance may never even have reached FEMA officials. Some confusion arose because states, and not the parishes, are supposed to make the requests to FEMA. It was Louisiana's responsibility to take these parish requests, combine them with similar requests, determine whether the state could meet them, prioritize them, and then, if appropriate, make the requests to FEMA. That process, where the state enters the request into its E-team system, allowing formal registry and tracking of status and completion, is the only way to provide an orderly processing of requests. Using verbal requests without documenting them in a formal process leads to chaos, 
particularly in a large disaster, where there are hundreds or thousands of local requests for assistance. If the parish is unable to use E-Team because of communications or power difficulties, the state EOC, which in fact retained power during this hurricane and its aftermath, could have still entered them into E-Team. Then the state should perform its review, and, if appropriate, pass the request on to FEMA. It was the state's job, not FEMA's, to take down any parish requests from conference calls and enter them into the system. FEMA officials saw these conference calls serving the function of information-sharing and situational awareness, not as substitutes for the parish-to-state and state-to-federal formal request process. End of section 47